0: Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Albert Barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 88. I really appreciate you listening and supporting the show. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on Google or Apple Podcasts. It really helps give the show more visibility. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's shout-out goes to a branded world. In today's social media world, building your brand is key for businesses and individuals alike. Host Luisa Campos gives you step-by-step guides and easy-to-implement advice on how to build meaningful brands to captivate your audience. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to A Branded World and all the other great APN shows, including a number of Canadian podcast award winners. What a difference a couple of weeks makes. As I record this, it was 19 days ago that I speak spoke via Skype with this week's guest, and at that point the COVID-19 situation had not yet reached the pandemic state we're now living in. Speaking for myself, these last couple of weeks have been stressful and really the source of a lot of anxiety for me. I'm not overly concerned about getting the virus myself, but it is all of the unknowns surrounding it that have me a little freaked out, honestly. I'm concerned for all the people that are are being and will be impacted by this virus and by the social and financial fallout we're seeing. I'm worried about the long-term effects and uh, that the longer... This isolation uh, protocols last the longer it will take for us to get back to some sense of normal. Since you're listening to this podcast you probably know that I'm passionate about our Alberta barbecue restaurants and all of the great staff and operators that are struggling right now. It's really going to be a tough stretch for them and they need your support folks. I Have the albertabarbecuetrail.ca website back up and running with a list of all the barbecue joints in Alberta with notes on who is open and in what capacity barbecue uh, restaurant operators here in alberta if uh, you have any updates please let me know so i can keep the website current and if i've missed anyone i'm sorry but uh, drop me a line and let me know and i'll get your info added asap as of today many of our uh, alberta restaurants here are still open and offering takeout delivery services if you're able i'm asking you to do what you can to help them out if you aren't comfortable with visiting or getting delivery right now, many of them are offering gift cards that you can use later on. If you're not in Alberta, please get out, try and support a local barbecue joint or other small businesses wherever you are. With all of that said, let's get to de- into today's episode where hopefully I can provide you with a bit of a distraction from all the craziness. We're heading back to Manitoba this week, just a little northeast of my hometown of Winnipeg, to talk to Jason Dornbush of Blue Haze Barbecue in Bosa Shore. I came across Blue Haze on Instagram recently when I saw a post about the recent opening of their whiskey bar. It sure caught my eye, and it was great to chat with Jason about the restaurant. Before we roll into con- our conversation, I need to point out to my friends, family, and listeners in w- the Winnipeg area that you've got the makings of a top-notch barbecue run on the east side of Winnipeg going on here. I've featured Rob from Big Smoke on the show previously, and they're now located in Steinbach. And I'll be talking to Triple J's Barbecue out of St. Malo very soon. Once we're uh, all given the okay to get out in public again, I encourage you to make a little road trip out of it and pay these folks a visit. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. I'm here in the basement studio and uh, via Skype, joined by Jason Dornbush, Blue Hayes Barbecue out of beaux Manitoba. Jason, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening?
1: Good. Thanks, Ryan.
0: Thank you for joining me, I appreciate it. Kind of reached out to you online a few days ago. We've been trying to hook up here, so I appreciate you taking some time out of your evening. Not a problem. So tell me, I uh, guess, uh, talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, beaux home for you?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I grew up not too far from here, about, uh, well, 20 minutes away. Yep. But uh, yeah, we settled down in beaux about six, seven years ago now. Yeah. Um, Set up the business out this way, and uh, and yeah, things have been going pretty well.
0: Awesome, and that's just uh, what maybe an hour northeast of Winnipeg, even that much, or
1: uh, yeah, maybe forty minutes outside yeah. the city.
0: Yeah, uh, Win- Winnipeg is home for me, so I'm uh, familiar with the area there a little bit. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, always been in the restaurant business, or what's uh, what's kind of your background?
1: Yeah, no, I've been in food uh, all my life since I was about, geez, sixteen years old. So okay. whatever, I'm like thirty eight now. So however long oh, that's been, bad. yeah, long enough. Uh, eh? We don't need to put a number on yeah. it. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did. Uh, I did some schooling years ago and uh, jumped into a chef position right away. Um, I ran various restaurants over the years. Um, trained under quite a few different chefs throughout uh, throughout the city. I've been at uh, fishing resorts, uh, golf clubs, things like that. Um and then about oh, it's, I guess it's been almost ten years now. Eleven years ago, I kind of went out on my own. Yep. Uh, started my own little place and uh, and I'm on my second since then.
0: Right on. And so yeah. where where did the uh, the barbecue bug uh, come in for you? Um, you know, I never really knew about southern barbecue
1: until. Not long ago, only about eight years ago or so, did I discover this whole style of cooking. And it was actually through the um, the Prairie Barbecue Forum. Okay, sure if you're familiar with that, Uh, run by uh, Jim Jim Beauchamp and Seven Sisters, not far from here. Okay, so I found that uh, that forum and kind of stumbled upon this whole style of cooking. Right, Uh, fell in love with it right away. Built myself a. An ugly drum smoker, and things just kind of snowballed from there.
0: As it as it does. <laughs> it
1: does yeah. So that's
0: like an online forum kind of
1: thing. It, yeah, it was. It's it's no longer okay but, um, operating
0: by. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you started with the drum. What uh, what was kind of the progression for cookers for you?
1: Oh yeah, I started with the drum, and then probably in about uh, four weeks' time, there I had a, a Traeger, which is still sitting on my deck here. Yep. Um, geez i i've got i've got a little bit of everything now yeah, yeah. i've got a couple homemade pits my big competition pit i've got uh, you know uh, an egg i've got a um you know another another barrel smoker i've got a couple of old hickories at the shop that we're using
0: nice yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you've done some competition as well then
1: i've done a little bit of competing i was in the scene for two or three years there yeah uh we, we did quite well. Um, I trained with a couple of the pros from out this way, yep. and then I went out on my own, and then we did, again we did very well. But uh, the time constraints now, with with catering and and everyday life, just don't really allow for
0: it anymore. Well, and you don't. Unfortunately, there's not a ton of it right close to you there, right? So as far as competition, yeah, that's
1: so. true. The, this scene has kind of died out a little bit around yep. here.
0: Yeah, yeah, know there is. Uh, I don't think it's been announced yet, but there's going to be one in Winnipeg this summer. So I did uh, see that. There's yeah. something, uh, something coming. So hopefully they can uh, be nice to see a little yeah. bit more, a uh, little bit more uh, action get going out there. We've got kind of the four or five out here in Alberta. Uh, uh, bare bones got going there in Pilot Butte, Saskatchewan last year. So. Hopefully right. it starts growing a little bit, so there's guys like you don't have uh, to travel two, three days just to get to a competition or something, right? So.
1: Well, that's it, and it seems to be a lot of, a lot of new guys popping up, too, and then mm-hmm. it'd be great for for them to get into the barbecue
0: scene, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so then as far as, you know, obviously you've got the uh, the chef training uh, on the barbecue side. Any kind of specific training there, or just kind of self-taught? When it comes to the barbecue, yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, basically what I've read in books,
1: learned online, and, uh, and, you know, learned from friends and other pros in the area.
0: Right on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Blue Haze, how long have you, how long have that, that been open there in Boziger?
1: So, I opened, well, I started catering under Blue Haze, probably, I think it's been about seven or eight years now. Okay. Um, I was renting a shop in town, we did the odd rib nights out of there, too. So I uh, once I purchased the building about two years ago, just over two years ago now, um, the, the demand was there in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to open up the restaurant as well. And I think we're actually right at our two-year two anniversary this week. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been going really well. Things are really, really picking up. Every yeah. <laughs> every month is busier and busier.
0: Yeah, That's what you look, that's what you look for, right? That's it. Now do you find you're getting traffic in from Winnipeg at all or is it more just the local?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. We get we're getting huge support from uh, from Winnipeg and, yeah. and all over southern Manitoba. Yeah. Um you know, we've been uh, we kind of been known as the, as the new destination restaurant nice. in Manitoba. Yeah. So, uh, you know in the summertime, we're getting 90% of our business from Winnipeg. Oh wow. It's wild. Oh, that's great <laughs> Yeah, it's insane and even this time of year we're still getting a boat uh, Probably about 65 70% is coming from Winnipeg area
0: nice. So it's oh, quite that's, impressive. Uh, that's great mm-hmm. Yeah, to, uh, that side of the city there you've got uh, big smoke that uh, moved out to Steinbeck. So maybe you can get a little uh, Barbecue road trip uh, kind of thing going out there right and get people moving and uh... <laughs> Yeah, make, make a few little sure. uh, make a, a barbecue run like they do down in Texas, right?
1: Yeah, there's a few guys popping up around here too. Yeah, you know there's um, Triple J's barbecue. He's out in uh, in Saint Malo there. Okay. I know there's a guy in Winnipeg that's just popped up as well. Oh yeah, and then a couple of the chains as well.
0: sure. Yeah, well, mm. good to good to see it growing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I want to get into the restaurant and the menu here uh, in a second here, but just take a quick, real quick pause for a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor, and then we'll talk about uh, the food there. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by Snow and Tell, the Winter City podcast. You can't change the weather, but you can change how you feel about it. This podcast explores how the right attitudes can uncover the opportunities and potential in winter cities. Let's take a listen.
2: It's not a spoiler alert. Winter is going to be here for a good chunk of the year every single year. For some people, the very thought of winter is enough to send chills down their spine. But for others, winter is a season full of beauty, of adventure, of racing down the ski hill or snuggling by a roaring fire. I don't want to be inside during the winter. A season of contrast, light and dark, fire and ice, cold and warmth, a season full of potential. Part of the lighting design
0: process is making the informed decision of not to illuminate something.
2: If we have everything lit, then it just might look like a greenhouse where we're all tomatoes <laughs> trying to produce work. And every day, more and more cities and people are coming around to seeing the possibilities of winter. The way that the city streets are being used is changing. I'm Sue Holdsworth and I'm Isla Tanaka. Welcome to Snow and Tell, the Winter City Podcast. Together, we'll talk to specialists and thought leaders. We'll hear stories from everyday people just like you about their wintry trials and tribulations, triumphs and transformations. We can't change the weather, but we can change how we feel about it, how we design for it, play in it, thrive in it. I mean, we're all jubilant when we have a little exercise. We can hibernate or we can choose to change our thinking and actually plan to make winter a better experience for everyone. There is no such thing as bad weather. It's bad clothing. Join us as we learn how to make our cold cities cool. Find Snow and Tell, the Winter City podcast, on your favourite podcast service or online at wintercityedmonton.ca slash podcast. I've learned over 70 years how you can get along really well outside in Edmonton, no matter what the season is.
0: Find Snow Untell on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it online at wintercityedmonton.ca slash podcast. That's wintercityedmonton.ca slash podcast. All right, we're back uh, with Jason Dornbush, Blue Haze Barbecue out of Beauxiger, Manitoba. Um, been going a couple years. Let's talk about the food at the uh, at the restaurant. What uh, what can folks expect? What's the vibe in there? What's on the menu?
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, well, when I open, it's a small spot, and that's what I wanted. Yep. Um, I didn't want to go too big. I wanted to kind of focus on, on a lot of the takeout end of it. Um, but with that being said, we have been growing quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, menu-wise, you're going to find a lot of your traditional barbecue on there. Of course, all your brisket and pulled pork and whatnot. Um, we do daily features, so mm-hmm. each day is a different barbecue item. Um, and then on our regular menu, we've got a lot of our own um, housemade sandwiches. Yeah, I was looking so at that. Yeah. Really nice deli-style sandwiches. Like we're mm-hmm. making our own pastrami's. Um, you know, we do our own bacon. We make our own ham. Nice, everything like that. Yep. Yeah, and that's what we're using on all of our sandwiches. So.
0: Yeah, nice. And it looked like you had some kind of uh, mixing in some different influences. You had the Bon mi and uh, some Italian-type looking things. So bringing some right, different. Yeah, inf- yeah,
1: we try to kind of bring in influences from all over the world, all over the world. Right.
0: Awesome. And I noticed one kind of jumped out at me, the Markwich. Yeah, it's since
1: been uh, renamed the Brisket Melt. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that. I bet you that's our biggest seller right now. Is and this is brisket or Carolina Gold Sauce, a little bit of a uh, Blue Ribbon sauce from uh, Rob Reinhardt. and yep. Vagina. Uh, I
0: know Rob well.
1: And uh, yeah, a little. Uh, provolone cheese on there and yeah that, that thing just flies out the doors
0: i can imagine sounds like a good one uh where did the name come or how it's been renamed but mark where was that coming from oh it was an actually an old employee's oh, okay. uh, partner yep. <laughs> that
1: was his, his favorite sandwich so. there you go yeah
0: yeah and then uh, talk about some of the daily specials sure thing well um
1: we're doing different barbecue specials each day of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, Tuesdays you're pulled pork. Wednesdays we're doing we're doing our red eye wings using our own red eye rub. Yeah. Um, let's see. With Thursdays brisket, of course, everybody's favorite day. Yep. Um, and then coming into the weekend, Friday night's rib night. So uh, things go a little wild around there. Yeah. We always sell out just about every night, so we always recommend people to pre-order. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday nights we're doing our Pitmaster platters, so you get a taste of a little bit of everything. Nice. Um, and then daily creations, you know, we're coming up with fresh soups every day. Um, our chef Max, right now, he's he's uh, he comes from oil country, but he's really taken on to this whole barbecue thing, and he's doing a great job. Um, you know, coming up with different uh, weekly sandwich features and things like that too.
0: Nice, nice. And you're making your own rubs and sauces, you said? Or? Yep,
1: yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, 99% of everything in-house is is all scratch made. So.
0: Nice. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, on the catering side, what sort of stuff are you uh, offering there?
1: Um, again, it's a lot of your traditional items. And then we got some of the premium items moving into prime ribs and things like that. Um, when it comes to our side dishes, we get to say our apple cinnamon beans are probably, uh, probably our best seller. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, and again, like it's all we're trying to keep everything as scratch made as possible with all of our sauces. Um, but yeah, catering is uh, we're doing really well with catering. Very very busy on that end.
0: Awesome. Uh, doing w- what kind of events do you find your catering?
1: Uh, summertime, definitely the wedding scene. You know, yeah. we're doing up to four a day right now. Wow, which is uh, it, it's insane. We, a... we have the restaurant going plus four weddings at the same time coming out of the one location. It'll keep it's a going wild. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, but we've kind of got it down to an art, you yeah. know. It's, it's going well. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're we're reaching out to all sorts of corporate events, um, backyard barbecues, uh, uh, the weddings, as I mentioned. Yeah. And all sorts of events, yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh, it's a touch on the team there. You mentioned your chef, Max, was
1: it? Yes. Yes, Max joined us uh, not long ago. Well, he's been there on board for about a year or so now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's become a really integral part of the team. Yep. Um, you know, I couldn't do it without him right yep. now. He's doing a great job there. Um, he's really, really growing. Uh, he's learning a lot about the whole barbecue end of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I really, I see a, a real future with us all together there. <laughs>
0: right. So if he's, uh, if Max is kind of, dear, what, what I guess what, what role are you finding yourself in? Are you still actually cooking a lot or more management or what's... Uh...
1: I am, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to step away from it. Um a little bit just to take care of more of the back end type stuff. The business side. Uh, with, you know, which I really need to focus on. It can be difficult doing everything. Yep. But uh I, I've had a I've had some great help to uh to allow for this adjustment. Yeah. yeah
0: mm-hmm. Max is running the pits.
1: Yeah, for the most part he runs on the pits all the time, yep. turning all over meat, seasoning everything. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh just before we wrap up, where are our hours web open daily.
1: Okay, right now we're closed Sunday and Mondays. Okay, yeah. Presently we're open Tuesday, Wednesday 11 till 6. All right. And then uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday 11 until 8. Now, with that being said, we just opened our whiskey bar, so right. we may be considering extending the hours if the demand is there. The business, see what the town wants.
0: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. t- let's let's talk about the whiskey bar a little bit.
1: Uh, sure thing. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we were licensed uh, for last year or so. I'm uh, just serving beer and wine. Um, right from the get go, I wanted to do some sort of a pairing, whether it was bourbon and barbecue, or, or, or whatever it may be, yep. and, and things just kind of grew here, and we decided, you know, let's feature all the whiskeys from around the world, yep. just the way we are with, doing with the rest of our of menu. Of course, yeah. So we've got some very, very nice scotches, some um, um, Canadian whiskeys, Irish whiskey, we're looking at bringing in some Japanese, mm-hmm. um, so along with that, we've got quite a variety of house-made cocktails as well. Sure. So we had brought in a, a bit of a mixologist to train up all of our staff. Nice. He's kind of a real uh, whiskey expert. And uh, so he's brought us all up to speed on how to drink whiskey, how to serve whiskey, um, some different tasting notes. Um, yeah, so we've like I said, we've got the craft cocktails, we've got... A lot of classics like your Manhattans and your whiskey sours. Uh, we put a few twists on that, such as a smoke and sour using our own smoked ice. Nice, yep. and, uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, and we've probably got about twenty different sipping whiskeys too. So Love it. People have really taken to it.
0: Yep. Now, how about, uh, I something I meant to ask before: Have you had the chance to do much uh, barbecue travel yourself? I see you've got a, a shirt on from uh, from down south there, uh-huh. but
1: yeah lexington yep. yeah that was part of a little uh i haven't done a ton i yeah. used to drive truck
2: in okay. Rogers,
1: uh for, for a few years just to keep myself busy um and that was part of the tour i did we you know we were able to hit up all the carolinas and uh, the tennessee and well geez i don't even remember where we all went yeah. we ate a lot of barbecue <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah tough uh, not so tough
0: not to when before. you're down there right
1: real good tour but yeah yeah driving truck i was able to uh to experience a fair bit there yeah so. That seems yeah. to be a uh, seems
0: to be a bit of a theme with uh, barbecue guys up here. Is the truck driving side of things? So, yeah, uh, I like it. cool well <laughs> yeah. A few different folks I've talked to that uh, got their start on that side of the business. Okay. I actually work in the. Uh, I don't drive, but I'm in the trucking business. So. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, Small world. Uh, so where can folks find you, to, Jason? Where's uh, the address? Online, social media, all that good stuff.
1: Sure thing. In Boziger, we're look. You got excuse me you gotta find us we're a little bit off the main drag kind of a hole in the wall we're at 318 4th street north yeah um you'll see the food truck and all our trailers out there and our nice big patio which we're getting licensed this year beautiful uh social media you're gonna find us on facebook at blue haze barbecue um we're on instagram uh our website we're uh blue haze barbecue at uh blue haze barbecue.ca all right yeah Phone number 204-268-3086. <laughs>
0: uh, so if someone's coming from Winnipeg, what, what's the best way to get out to Beausageur?
1: Uh If you're coming from Winnipeg, uh, best bet is either coming up through uh, Dugald or Enola there. I'm sure they're going to know where, what I'm talking about, yep. or else uh, head straight up the Highway 59 and, and down 44. Okay. Uh, quite easy to find the town. So. Yep,
0: awesome. I'm sure I've... Uh, Sure, in my years there, I was through through there at least once. If I, uh, I'm not uh, the the memory gets a little foggy. But.
1: Yeah, well, it's right on the way uh, to uh, to Lake Country. So right.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Jason, the last question I like to ask folks: uh, it's di- it's dinner time. You got the smoker or the grill fired up. What uh, what's your go to?
1: Mmm. Myself for it's yourself, gonna be yeah. A steak. It's gonna be a ribeye steak. Nice ribeye. Yep. Yep. Always. <laughs>
0: Can't go yeah. wrong there. How do you, what's your preferred cooking method for that?
1: Uh, I'm going to go hot and fast over charcoal. Yep. Just yep, a few minutes on each side, a little bit of salt and pepper, and that's all she needs.
0: Yeah, I haven't uh, I've tried the whole reverse sear thing, and it doesn't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha, <laughs> you.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just like a classic, like cooking over a, a cast iron pan. It's, yeah. you, you can't beat it. Yep,
0: <laughs> yeah. I've done... Uh, had good success with uh, doing tri-tip with the reverse sear, smoking it slow, and then giving it that sear at the end. But for a good right, ste- right. for a good steak, I'm with you, man. Just right over that charcoal. Can't beat it, man. <laughs> right on. Well, Jason, thank you uh, so much for doing this. I really appreciate it, folks. Uh, if you're in the Winnipeg area, uh, take the little drive out to Boziger and check out Blue Hayes Barbecue. And I'll be uh, next time I'm back home in the Winnipeg. I'll make sure to make the trip out there myself. Thanks okay. very much, Ryan. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. That is a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. They sure help increase the show's visibility. Thanks to Jason from Blue Hayes Barbecue. As of this recording, they're still offering takeout from the restaurant in beaux Wherever you're listening from, I urge you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. As I mentioned earlier, www.albertabbqtrail.ca is back up and running with a list of Alberta barbecue joints, and the eatmorebarbecue.ca site will be back soon. In the meantime, give me a follow on Twitter, at eatmorebarbecue, and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking, take care of one another, and for crying out loud, stay home. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.